0: Welcome to the Estimate Mastery Podcast, where we teach contractors how to not leave money behind in Xactimate and get paid what you're worth. Welcome to episode number four, what it takes to get certified in Xactimate and why would we even care to get certified? So of course, I'm here, Alina Wilson with Estimate Mastery, and then we have our Exactware certified trainer on staff, Todd Beckman. Todd, will you say hello to the folks? Hi, everybody. <laughs> and how long have you been in the industry in total, would you say?
1: Uh, the construction industry over 30 years, but uh, I'd say the insurance probably 15 now, 15 years in insurance and related to estimating using Xactimate software.
0: Excellent. Yeah. So he's a wealth of knowledge and I don't even know how many times he's been certified because he used to work for Exactware as a train the trainer. So he's been through all the fun stuff over there and knows exactly what it takes to get your certification through Xactimate. And they're actually calling themselves Verisk now, but what? why should we care to get certified? Why would a contractor want their certification if they're not an adjuster?
1: Because the insurance work is a uh, particular industry that that requires a knowledge really of three areas. Uh, Xactimate's one, and I think we need to talk about why that's so important in just a minute. Uh, construction knowledge of how components are put together: your walls, your ceilings, your roof, your foundations, plumbing, HVAC, electrical, and of course insulation. Um, but the third one would be um, a knowledge of the insurance industry itself. So really, three three areas that you need to be really up on when you're working with uh, exact made in the insurance industry, and that's primarily why uh, why it was developed was for the insurance. Uh, estimating uh, of damage and and repairs as well, as well as um, mitigation.
0: Very good. So what, what, what would it do in a contractor's business or their daily life if they got their certification? Um, It just build their knowledge of the software, the why behind it and what else, what else would the certification be good for? Yeah,
1: sure. So the certification level one is, is um, it shows that you have a fundamental knowledge of the program. And then, as you graduate up to level two, you've got proficiency in a program. And in level three, you're a subject matter expert. And then level four would be trained, be an actual trainer. And there's two classifications of that as well. But it's like anything else, you know. If you if you have a um, cursory knowledge of something like geology, and then you meet a doctorate level geologist, you, you just want to ask them questions because you know they've been there and done that. And so certification is kind of the same thing. If you're highly certified, uh, not only do you have precedence in the courtroom, but also you were able to understand and explain why uh, certain, say, line items uh, include certain items and don't include other items and uh, and pricing and so forth. So it really makes a big difference.
0: And we've found that contractors that have gotten certified, of course, we have courses, but you can do it on your own. We'll talk about that in just a second. But the contractors that we are in touch with that have their certification have reported back that by mentioning their that they're certified with an adjuster. If an adjuster denying a line item and they say, well, you know, I'm certified level one and exact are you certified Mr. Adjuster? Because 98% of adjusters are not certified in the software. That guy probably is not that you're dealing with. And you say, you know what? I need to speak with someone inside your organization that is certified because then we can speak apples for apples. And you just say it in a nice manner, but it really does give you that clout or that authority in the software that even the adjuster may not have because they probably aren't certified. And that'll move their estimate up the food chain inside the insurance company where you can talk to somebody who actually is making decisions.
1: That's right, Lena. And I think that also we need to go back in history where uh, prior to Xactimate, the, the transaction kind of went down with the contractor showing up and the insurance adjuster and they would agree on, on the scope of the work and the contractor would write up an estimate and then the adjuster would agree to it and just uh, pay them a check right there, to now we have to contest everything that we, we we estimate. And they have pretty much cornered us, that is the insurance industry has cornered us as contractors into using Xactimate. It's used by you know close to 90% or better of the insurance companies. And so they force that uh, software on, on us as contractors, but once we learn it, we understand it, then we find that they're trying to um, Well, number one, they're not certified. So they really, truly don't understand the software. And then secondly, um, they try to uh, underestimate items because, or, or, you know, construction repairs and mitigation because they don't understand construction or, you know, mitigation. So it's really an uphill battle, but having a certification certainly is a feather in the cap and it shows the adjuster as well as the homeowner. I think that's a big part of these transactions is, is providing the homeowner with your credentials and saying, look, I I don't want you to just trust me, but I did go through this certification and I am trustworthy from the standpoint of I have passed this course and perhaps your adjuster has not. And like you said, Elena, that uh, when push comes to shove and you're going up the ladder uh, inside of an insurance company, it really makes a big difference as to certification. In fact, I know some people that say if they're certified level two, they push it up to the supervisor.
0: That's amazing, and it does work. It's it's pretty cool. And when you get certified, you get this neat little badge that so you get to put in your uh, email subject line, like your signature. I'm sorry, your email signature, and then you can also put it on your business card. So when you hand that to a homeowner and say, you know, this is a differentiator than other contractors out there, I have my certification. It's on your business card. It's pretty cool. So let's talk about. We got the why taken care of. Let's talk about the what, how to get certified. The what and the how. So basically, you can go ahead and self study and go to exactware various site and order the certification exam level 1 is definitely where you want to start You don't want to jump, into unless you're using sketch every single day, inside and out, sketching staircases, complex roofs, you might be able to take the level two, I would advise against it. I would start with level one, see where you get, you know, how you feel with that environment, because it's very theoretical, and um, it's some of it's counterintuitive, like when we build the level one sketch and add the, the items, the light items, they have you add O&P to the interior, but not to the roof line items, right? So this isn't a real world scenario. What they're testing is whether you know where to go to turn the o p on and off. And that's, if you gotta keep that in mind when you go into this testing environment. So, we actually have a test prep book that we can share with you and a discount code. If you email info at estimate and just say, Hey, I'm looking for test prep level one, two, three, whatever you're looking at. And we'll send that to you along with our discount code. So, it costs $100 to take the exam and it's pass fail. And you have to get a 70, right? Todd, is that right?
1: Yeah, 70s. Anything uh, 70 and above is passing. Yeah.
0: 70 and above is passing. So, if you don't pass, Guess what you do? You just pay the hundred dollars and go back in. Uh, you know, if you're self-studying, just give yourself some grace that hey, if I flunk the first one, you're probably gonna, you know, be fine on the second one because it is such an interesting environment that that you run into. And then uh, to actually go into what the exam entails, we sketch a sketch. And on that level one, remind me, it's been a while since I've done the X one. One, how many rooms are we looking at? What what kind of a complexity are we looking at on a level one interior sketch?
1: Generally, you have an entryway, a living room, a stairway, and then um, level two has the second level, but uh, okay. one probably has about five rooms in it.
0: Okay, so not too bad, uh, but you do have the staircase. That's where people get a little, a little worried, but don't worry. You've got my YouTube channel. Just go look up Estimate Mastery over on YouTube. I've got a lot of tutorials for you. And then... Um, to go to what's actually, you know, practically how you do it. You would sketch the sketch, the interior and then the roof, and then you would apply a prescribed line item list that they give you. Now, the funny thing about me is I think I know what I'm doing. So when I go into these exams, I'm just like, ah, this is easy. I can sketch that. I can throw these line items on. And I usually fail the sketch portion because I don't, Look at every single line item to see, well, oh, they look, that's the detachment and reset baseboard there, but they might've removed and replaced over here. It's all these, you've got to pay attention to every single detail. So that's just what I would caution you is it's not something you want to blow through. You want to have a quiet space, a quiet time to sit down and do what's called the lab work and definitely review your line items, review all of your, um, your, uh, not your quantities, your measurements on your sketch, because if you're off a couple inches, that's going to throw all of your quantities off on the line items. So there's a lot of really detailed work you need to do. But once you get that completed, you then go in and actually take a timed exam. So when you order the test, they give you a lab that you have up to a year now to create. Is that right? Mm-hmm. To create the sketch and add the items. Don't give yourself a year, guys. Say, I'm going to do this within this week. Okay. So you get it done. If you let it go for a year, it'll, you'll probably expire, right? Just sit down and, and commit to a date to do this. So uh, you sit down, get your sketches, all your estimate items done. You have a year to do that. Don't take a year, but you have one. And then when you go to start the actual exam, I think it's three hours. That's right. Okay. Three hours. And I believe it's 30 knowledge, 30 practical on level one. Level two, I think they up it to 40 or something like that. Is that right, Todd? Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the tests has 40 instead of 30. It doesn't matter. So, practical means they're going to ask you how many linear foot, how many square feet, uh, yada, yada, yada. They're asking you questions about your sketch and your instrument items. Over on the knowledge side, so 30 practical about your sketch. 30 knowledge questions, where guess what? It's multiple choice. So how does Alina pass the exam? She bombs the sketch, but I usually get the knowledge portion, either a 98 or a 100, because I know I can go and look at the multiple choice, look at the answers, give it a try over an exact meet, and then know the right answer. So, and they average the two together. So of the 30 and 30, they're gonna add those scores together and then come up with an average. So as long as you get a 70 total, you are golden and you can become certified. So, and then like Todd said, level one is just the the one level floor plan with a roof. Level two is a what first and second level. And uh, their roof is a little bit more complex. Level three is a beast and it's, you give yourself like two weeks to do that sketch. It's insane. So again, just start with level one and get your feet wet. And like I said, email us at info at Estimate Mastery if you would like us to send you the prep doc and a 15% off discount code that we have available for you. So anything I didn't cover, Todd, as far as taking the exam, do you have any pointers?
1: A lot of the uh, the outcome of having the certification is that it not only schools you on the exterior, but the interior of houses as, as far as the restoration process. In the uh, in the past, they've mixed mitigation—that's the tear out and dry out— together with the repair or the replacement of the items that have been torn out uh, prior to drying the the house out. They mix those, and in tests coming up in the near future, they're they're not going to mix those. <laughs> but um, anyways, all that to say that you know some of the pushback that we get as as trainers is that oh I don't want to learn the interior, I just want the exterior. Problem is, you can't see the future. So if you have less storms if you're a roofing contractor, exterior siding, windows, uh, gutters. If you have less storms in the future, you don't want your business to go down. So if you learn the interior, you can also take on that work and scale your business up uh, even during slow times. I know that roofers are not busy during the winter. They can take on interior work as well. So it's a means to up your cash cash flow and increase your income by virtue of learning uh, how to do interior work as well. And that's what the levels delve into as the interior as well as the exterior so i think that's important uh, from the standpoint of scalability uh, don't limit your future and then if you do if you're just an employee that means that your whole future opens up because you could work not only for uh, exterior contractor but you could also work for an interior contractor or be an adjuster independent or staff adjuster so all those areas open up to you as a, as a good good uh, not to limit your future
0: Excellent points. So yeah, I know a lot of roofing contractors complain that they're so slow during the winter. Guess what happens in the winter? Things freeze and then burst. So there's a lot of the flip side of that. Um, And I know interior work is a lot of different trades and can be complex, but it's also can be very lucrative if you know what you're doing, especially in Xactimate. So good, good point on that. And then, yeah, it just opens opportunities. Uh, Again, you know, you look Great with the homeowner, the adjuster, you can use that level of authority and you can are exposed to different trades that you may not have been exposed to, which is always a good thing, right? You can always learn something new. You don't know what you don't know. I love that. That's awesome. So, if you would like to join one of our courses and have us help you through the process, you can always go to estimatemastery.com. And we have a little live training page there that you can click on and see our upcoming dates for courses. And what's great about our courses is we walk you through the whole process. So, uh, if you have test anxiety or any of that, Todd's there for you. Josiah, our coach who isn't here today, he's also teaching those classes. They handhold you through the whole process. And what do we have? Like a 99.9% pass rate. So we know what we're doing to get you certified. Uh, So just putting that out there. So thanks for being here today, Todd. Do you have any final words?
1: My pleasure. No, just uh, go for it. I know that in certain states like uh, New Mexico, I had to get my general contractor's license and they made us study things like commercial construction, which I never did much of. But still to have that as far as the, you know, availability in the future to, to go into that area, I think that kind of, you know, was, was a good thing to have is. And so I was after a you know, after uh, a lot of career choices, I've, it, was, it was nice to have that uh, background and also to have the licensure that I I didn't limit myself in the future to just residential. But I could, I could do commercial work as well because I had that license. It's the same thing with certification. Uh, don't limit your future. Um you know, in, in your business and, and that therefore you can grow it and uh, you'll have a better cash flow during those off seasons as well. So that's all I got to say.
0: Oh, great final words. Yep. That was a good push for every, every contractor should get certified. That's what we're hoping for and change the industry. Rising tide raises all boats. We love that. So, all right, you know where to find us. You can go to estimatemastery.com and reach out to us at the info at estimatemastery like I mentioned before. You can also find us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. So check us out on any of those channels. We are not on Twitter, so don't go over there. But uh we uh, had a great time talking about certification and we'll see you in the next episode.